All right, you guys, welcome to a special episode of Hospital Blanket Fashion, a special one with Sander and Dennis and our special guest, Giselle. Giselle, we're going to talk about your whole process in cycle one and of course the big process after cycle one because it's only been I think a little a little thing in your life for us of course a big thing as ANTM <laughs> fans <laughs> but for you a very little thing maybe I don't know but let's check it out so um, Giselle thank you very much for being here and we just wanted to start asking you how did you hear because you were the very first well one of the very first contestants how did you hear about ANTM because I it was nothing before you came on what was it How did you hear about it? Yeah, so my process or, you know, the first understanding about the show is very different from a lot of the other girls from what I understand and then what it ended up being like for, for me specifically. But back then the show had no title. The way that they had put it out there was it was called, it was a show called Supermodels. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was actually uh, dancing at Disneyland. That was my job at the time when I was in college. I worked there for eight years of my life and um, I was about ready to step off. That's what we mean by, um, you know, we're about to go on stage to do the first performance of parades down, you know, the, the, the parade route there. And um, this guy comes up to me that's in the show and he's a musician and he comes up to me and he says, what are you doing here? And I said, well, what do you mean? What am I doing here? I work here. I'm, I ah. dance in the, the parade, the show here. Like, obviously <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. But like, you should be out there modeling or something. And cause I'm tall, you know? And I was like, well, dance has been my thing. I'm, you know, I don't really know. He's like, okay, well, how about this? My ex-girlfriend is in casting. Uh, uh, would you be open to just submitting your resume and picture to me, your headshot? And I'll just give it to her. And I was like, well, that sounds easy enough, I guess. Yeah. She, and he's like, I, I heard she's casting for the show that's called supermodels. And I think you'd be good for it. I'm like, whatever. Okay. So then I come into this, seriously, I come into Disneyland. Oh, by the way, this is August, August okay. of 2002. So I come in, I'm like, here you go. Uh, and he's like, okay, cool. That was the last we ever spoke about it. That's the last I ever heard about it. I went on with my life. I closed up that show. Then I went on to doing the Christmas parade over there at Disneyland. Oh, Lord. And so now I'm fit modeling for a Texas jean company. And it's December 30th, 2002. So New Year's oh. Eve Eve is what I like to call it. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm putting on a pair of jeans. I'm for my fit model, model job. And I'm literally in the dressing room, mid pant put on, you know, and my phone rings and I'm like, okay, so I answer whatever. And they're like, hi, this is so-and-so from casting. I'm not sure if it was Michelle Mock that called, but that's who I dealt with, who was the casting person for a while there on the show. Um, and she goes, I, uh, I got your headshot and resume. I was wondering if you'd be able to come in for an interview for the show. Oh, oh, what, what? Oh, oh, from like a million months ago. Supermodel, yeah. She's like, like right now. Oh. What do you mean right now? I, I have to finish up my job. And then I had to go to Disneyland and do a shift. She's like, yeah, unfortunately it needs to be now. So then I told the people and they were like, hey, you know, uh, this might be a big opportunity for you. Don't worry about it. Go ahead and, and go on. So then I go that day because I'm in LA at the time. 
but I can stop there because I don't know if you want me to go into my, this is the continue on to my audition process, but you just asked me how I heard about it. So that's how I heard about it. <laughs> no, well, that's perfect because actually, um, because in the show, you are uh, together with Tessa, you were brought in later, but mm -hmm. is that actually how it worked or was it because, because you were brought in later or did you actually audition with all the girls at the same time, but was it like more of a, um, a television thing to make it interesting? I had no idea what they were doing. I was completely separate. I was completely by myself. So I went in that day for the interview. Yes. Immediately got a call back the next day on New Year's Eve. I had to go into the network and talk with them. And they were a very scary group of people. Um, <laughs> and then about 20 minutes after I walked out of that room, uh, the casting director came out and said, I'm sorry, I have bad news, but you have four days to get yourself warm clothes because you're going to New York. Oh, wow. Oh, so I didn't do the nationwide video submissions. I didn't do the nationwide cattle call that they had. Um, I legitimately was on my own. And I didn't find out about Tessa until I got to New York and I flew from LA. First time on an airplane, everything. So when I met her and she was brief too, because we even did our, oh no, we did some, the photo shoots. There's a lot of... Um, yeah, promo photo should say you see us as a group. Yeah. Well, they digitally input us. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> yeah, we're at the ends, right? Or yeah. most of them the teen one and then the, yeah, yeah. So um, that's how that happened. And they were like, yeah, we already chose our eight girls and decided to bring in two more to make 10. So you guys are the two coming in. And literally I, I was told that right, you know, hours before meeting everyone and Oh my God. So all that's, that's true. So what you saw there is, is true. But I'm guessing right now, because in the show, they were like, we could only find eight girls and we needed two more. But I'm guessing like, was it maybe like planet? I don't know. I have a feeling like it, it's, it's like a, because of a television thing. I, I would think so. I don't have the inside scoop on that, but I would think so because they had so many people audition and they really oh. couldn't find two more girls on that nationwide. So yeah, I just like, saying, like <laughs> Yeah. But luckily for you, oh you were God. brought in that way. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it was my, I just had a headshot and a stack of headshots, I'm sure. And I didn't do any of that other stuff. It's crazy. But do you it believe so crazy. that it was meant to be maybe in that way? Because it was, I wouldn't say easy, but it would just, it just happened. It just happened. Yeah. And it happened really, really fast. Yeah. And what I, what we noticed is, um, we don't know if it's true, but when you walked into the house, you had a lovely outfit on which was the same outfit as you were wearing. <laughs> well, it was a nice outfit, very very early 2000s. But um, it was the same outfit as, as you were wearing in the photo shoots. Was it like fun, quick, quick, like a promotional shot or something you had, like your own? Was it the same day or something because you were wearing exactly the same? <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I know it's in like my one profile pic for that. I can't remember. I think that the reason why I'm in the same outfit was because I took that photo the morning of, like I had gotten up at like four or five o'clock in the morning. I had some more press material to do. And then they were like, just wait, just wait. Everything's hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. <laughs> so I was still in the same outfit when they were like, okay, hello, let's introduce you to the girls. And I'm immediately right on the, you know, the cameras are rolling. So yeah, I think that's why. Uh, I didn't even think about that until right now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are that we are that geeky. We see everything. <laughs> yeah, because I, I get asked a lot of all the same questions usually. So when I get thrown ones that are like, whoa, I'm like, oh, oh never even thought of that. Good job. Yeah. And then you're in the house. Good one. Like a while. Yes, yes. 
And what I was wondering, what's your best memory from the whole cycle, pretty much, that you were there in the house and like with the shoots and everything? So it's, there's, for me, it was such a whirlwind. And I think a lot of us too. I mean, uh, well, Ebony was from New York, so it wasn't a big drastic change for her, but I had never been away from my family that long. I had never been on an airplane. I was the youngest girl on the show. So I had a lot of just experiences of just travel and seeing a new place that I thought was super memorable and fun. But since I've been part of productions, my whole life to me, just, I didn't really care for the constant rolling of the cameras too much, but I really loved being on set. So those memories were fun to me. Like the commercial was a lot of fun to do. Passion. (laughs) uh, Emotion. What did you think about the choreography for that shoot? Because you're a dancer. I mean, uh, it was, I thought it was funny because I'm like, why would we be doing these types of moves? to talk about contact lenses. But I also understood the choreography to be decent because I know how hard it is to choreograph for people that are non-dancers and then to add dialogue with it. That's really, really hard. So um, I commend the choreography I liked. It just didn't make sense to me on why they needed choreography for that specific yeah. thing. But then I was like, Hell yeah, because I will flourish in it because it's what I do or it's what I did, you know? But in the end, which I found super unfair, I don't know what you think about it, Dennis, because the, the week you got sent off, which was, I think, your, in my opinion, your best photo, the only reason Tyra said like, oh, I sent you away because you were doubting about, am I a model or a dancer in the shoot? So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that a super so normal thing if I look at it as now a viewer. Like, I would doubt that as well because it's good of you to doubt yourself about things, right? What, what do you think when you look back on it? Was that also your favorite shot or was the commercial your favorite? How do you feel? The commercial I loved and then also that uh, photo shoot for Reebok I loved uh, because it was my thing. I got to do my thing, which was dance. But she was a very confusing person to me and it bothered me a lot. And it was very hard to navigate, especially as a young girl. Um, because in the shoot with the, with the, the commercial shoot with the choreography, yeah. <laughs> she told me, oh, well, if you can dance, you better show them you could split, you could kick, you could do this, you could do that. And so when she gave me that feedback, when I went into the other one, I was like, all right, here we go. Now's my opportunity to take her her constructive criticism or advice on my background skill and use it towards what we're doing. So then when I go and do that, I am like, they're, you know, pushing me and pushing me or encouraging me, I should say, to continue and do, oh yeah, come on, take, they were like, take off your shoes. And that's how I ends up, it's a Reebok commercial or a Reebok <laughs> shoe and I had no Reeboks on, you know? And then, they took, and then they took all of our Reebok athletic wear and they cut it up and made all these weird, you know, you saw. Yeah. Um, So in the end, I'm looking at it and I'm like, where do you see any Reebok emblem in this, in my shop particularly? And Clinton Portis is like a background statue in my shot. And then it's all me doing almost split jump in the air. It's called the stag leap. And so that made me question like, oh crap, did this go against me? Which then you see, but then all of that doubting and all of the self-deprecating and the fishing for compliments and all of that crap, which I keep trying to tell everybody because people are mean and they even to this day write nasty messages on my Instagram wall or, 
or send me messages about how ignorant and dumb and stupid I was because I had no confidence and this, this, that. I'm like, you guys don't even know, but whatever. That's sad that people have to be that way. But the very first eliminations, which wasn't aired, Tyra Banks told me, because I went in as a very confident girl, woman, young lady, whatever you want to call it. And uh, she was like, you know, Giselle, what you need to do is you need to learn how to humble yourself because America's not going to like you. So in my little 18 year old brain, I'm like, how do I, I got to do the exact opposite of what I was doing. So I was just putting myself down. So I would, in my opinion, I thought that's how I humbled myself, yeah. you know, because I'm not a quiet person. I'm not, I don't know. It was like, what do I sit there like a mute? Do I not speak my mind? Do I not? Uh, it was very difficult. And then, yeah, it was, she was conscious, continuously contradicting her criticism Towards me. But I think it's also like because you like you were 18 at that time. And I remember when I was 18, I was still like discovering myself. So if anyone would say something like that to me, you would be like, okay, how can we switch it up? Like yeah. you wouldn't get to a, a point where you would think think like, okay, I'm gonna take that. What can I do with it? And I'm gonna apply that, but not use everything. Like that's just that would be impossible at that age, I think. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that. And it just sucks that because I took it to heart because I look up to her and, you know, she's this big fashion model icon. I'm like, oh crap, you know, and then it completely backfires and stabs me in the back with it. But I guess that was, they needed a storyline for me. True. In so the there end, it was. In the end, it's always kind of like television. But um, do you feel, did you know Tyra before you started this whole thing? I went from that jean fit modeling gig <laughs> to the audition by myself and I walked into like an empty office floor and then went and was escorted back. It was like six o'clock at night and it was winter. So it was already dark out. And it's like, what's going on here? And for a minute, I was almost like, uh, this is, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be here. And then they open the door, I walk in and then there's Ken Mock, the executive producer, producer at the time. And, and there she is sitting there. What? I'm supposed to be at Disneyland in an hour and I'm sitting in front of Tyra Banks out of nowhere you know, six months or five months after that, I, I submitted my headshot from a friend that approached me. You know what I mean? It's just so bizarre. <laughs> it's all very unreal. Like, it's like, did that happen? <laughs> Tyra. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, Giselle, you were in the house. And did you know that you were the, you know, I, of course yeah. you know, <laughs> but you were the first ever girl to win a challenge on America's Next Top Model. That's the title, right? You won your, the first challenge ever. The runway challenge. Do you remember? Is that, that the first challenge ever? Well, I think so. I think. <laughs> <laughs> was I think that, no, that was our first one, right? We did the challenge and we did the rooftop on the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, that was the shoot, but the first challenge, like when you could oh, win a prize, the iconic, the iconic <laughs> evening with Wyclef well, Sean. You know what's weird is that, and there you go. You guys are awesome. I never even thought of that. I didn't even realize. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think of it in the way of like I was the winner of the very first challenge in like America's Next Top Model history. Well, it's a title. You can put it in your profile on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's a thing. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. No, I never thought. Well, that's now that you guys bring it up. That's pretty cool. Wow. You're welcome, Jeanette. <laughs> And you won an evening with Wycliffe Sham. How was that? Oh God, I, so embarrassing. <laughs> it looks embarrassing. <laughs> 
it looked like we were then we were dancing a little bit with like a plastic cup with I think beer in it or something and a little bit hey guys Wyclef Shaw yeah there was alcohol in that <laughs> uh, and in the U.S. we you know our drinking age is 21 Ooh, all, and, and there was more of that and there was more of that going on too there were that they didn't air a lot of our going out you know like dinners and I think we went to some sort of nightclub and so you can get away with a lot of that stuff when you're you know um with a filming crew or whatever mm -hmm. but i think they probably opted out of not airing that because there was underage maybe yeah, a little underage i mean i wasn't really a big drinker then <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um you know i it was like whatever to me but um yeah no it was it, it was a very forced environment that white cliff shot he was a very nice guy very nice okay uh but it was just like okay, what are we doing here in the studio? Like, what is, what, what's the connection? It's because he was a name. He was kind of known, you know, known more in, at the time and maybe he was friends with her and he could help, you know, bring more viewers or something. I, I guess, but I'm like, okay, why Clef Jean studio? And like Thanks. me saying, heck no, that was not my thing then at the time either. So I was so just like, oh, this is weird and embarrassing, but it was still fun and interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interesting, interesting, yes. Interesting. Well, and then you got to, we, I, I want to know, because you get a challenge, you get a photo, you get judged. Who was your favorite judge on the cycle on season one? Janice Dickinson. I like her too. I remember when I watched her on television, like, oh, Janice Dickinson, but she's super nice in cycle one. And maybe behind the scenes even more, but also on television, she comes across quite normal, right? Well, I wouldn't say that she was nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what I like about her, in my experience, mm -hmm. um, what I what I like about her and most people that are like this, like even if they're harsh or they come across, you know, with that like, you know, like a bite, if they're honest like that, they're like so honest to themselves and so honest just in general that I appreciate that. So I don't know. I just felt like she was the most, and I could be so wrong, but I felt like she was the most genuine. I think it was also because she, she was actually judging you guys, not like on a personal level, like, oh, baby, come here. But just like this and this, and this is what I see in your picture. This is what I do like. This is what I don't like. So it was very professional in my opinion as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it sometimes makes quite sense what person was sent home but more for like a television kind of standard that you're like oh yeah it's now done with a storyline but like i had a feeling janice is judging the picture which yeah. is in the end i fair enough personality is important but i think a good picture that's what you do as a model right i think and right she, exactly and were there any other judges for you that you're like oh i really like that comment really stick with me in a positive way or maybe in a negative way uh well like i said tyra just impacted me in a very negative way ever since <laughs> pretty oh. much just because of her contradicting yeah. comments or criticisms. But um, one that did stick with me was Bo. He, I just, I appreciated him. He basically stood up for me when everyone was, when they're doing their deliberations and they're, you know, Oh, how about Giselle? Well, she has confidence issues. She did da, 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 da. And he was like, I know you guys keep bringing up that she has this confidence thing, but if you look at her photos, it doesn't come across in the photos and that's what's important. So Fair enough. Yeah. I like her. I was like, yeah, see, he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bo. Yes. 
And also, do you remember that the picture of you, it was like, was it with the snakes? I'm not sure. But there was a picture of you where Tyra said, like, I could hang this in my home. Ooh, I think with the snakes, she said, I want to hang it in a salon or something. It was like, you yeah, asked, she said she would hang it in her living room. Do, do you think she did? No. <laughs> Can you imagine now walking into Tyra's home and see a big picture of you with a gold snake? That would be so cool. And honestly, I don't even buy it. I don't, I, that was a problem that I had with her specifically is that I just, like I said, I just didn't feel like she was genuine and she would just say anything to be combative or opposite just for like ratings, I guess, because I hated that shot of me. Really? I felt that everybody got such this glam and they took off, like I was super bare and then they spray painted me with gold spray paint or whatever it was, like glitter, gold glitter. Yeah. And I just felt like I had to work with nothing. And then, I mean, they didn't even give me mascara. Like, what's that? Anyway, but um, I told her, I, I was honest. I was like, I don't really like you know, I don't really like this, but like, I don't really like this picture. I said something like that. And then what does she go and say? Oh, really? Well, I would have, I would hang this up in my living room. Like, I feel like she would have never said that if I didn't say something no. negative about it. She's like, so I you, see the thing you don't see Giselle. I see it. Yeah. She, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, or like, or yeah, if I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. She, or like, I love it. This is so cool looking. Like whatever, she'd then be like, "Well, you know what? You lost your neck a little bit, or yeah. <laughs> I could have thought you could have been like, you know." She, I think she just would have said something opposite. Yeah, opposite of what you. That's just my opinion. I just didn't really think she was a very genuine person. Again, hey, I also got to give her props for creating an entire fr- franchise. I can't put her down. She got to do what she got to do for herself and all of that. So. But was she very? But I remember I was an eighteen-year-old young true. lady, so it's it's a different feeling for me at the time. Of course, yeah. But she looked when I look back on it now, she looked quite invested in you guys. She was there all the, all day every day. And when I look at later cycles, well, she's never there. Only for judging, that's it. Did you have a feeling she was really there, or was it only when the cameras were rolling? Hey, I'm there, and the cameras are gone, and I'm out again. Really there as far as like being a support or just she was had more camera time with us, which yeah. do you mean? Well, she had more because camera time. you have to remember the show almost didn't happen. Really? There was no budget. This was her first launch. Kimora, I found out, um, was there to just help her get it off the road. So there was two celebrities, supermodels on the panel, Janice too, but she was a bit outdated older you know at the time well you know it's yeah, a, she was. i never was, heard a, of her. was a fashion model in the late 70s and 80s you know and then kimura and tyra were just coming out of their you know all their whole 90s supermodel career when it was the cindy crawford's and the and all them you know they were in that category of naomi campbell's and whatnot and kate moss so that was a good duo to have but um I digress. I forgot. I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> oh, right. So she had to be present when you're when you're first launching a business, uh, anything, whatever that may be, a TV show, a new you know store down the street. You're the one, a new deli. You're the one in there, putting up your money. You know, doing making the sandwiches yourself. You know, you're pulling the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she had to. Yeah. There was no budget. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, we can you tell, can tell. <laughs> we laugh every time when we see the judges' table because the judges are sitting like this next to each other. 
<laughs> this table is bigger than the oh, judges' Lord. table. Yeah. It was so funny how all the judges all the time sit like this all together, and I'm like, oh, find some space, people. But no. it changed. Yeah, it, it has its charm. It's cute that way. <laughs> hey, let's. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my wine because let's talk a little bit about the juice about some ladies in the house. How did you feel looking back at it? How sometimes Elise talked about you behind your back because you you were normal to her, I think, and and I think she did normal to you, but I don't know how she did. But when she talked in the confessional, she was well to everyone super aggressive, mean, mean. How do you feel about that? Do you think it was an act or what? What was that? I don't know if she was putting on an act or whatever, but I was really shocked when I heard she said that those things about me personally because she did portray herself to be kind of like even keel with everyone across the board. I can understand her getting annoyed or upset or defensive about her, the whole eating disorder thing that we were all questioning, but to like go on national TV behind somebody's back and call a 18 year old girl worthless yeah. and the C word. And this, so remember I was telling you about the, this is the question <laughs> that came up where, the live Instagram interview got flagged and taken off because I said the actual word. Oh. Explaining it. So, well, yeah, that. I just think that, especially after making it, she was making herself seem like she was the smartest and the best out of everyone because she was in uh, in pre-med or in medical school or going to, or she was pre-med and she was so smart. I'm like, I don't think that smart people talk that way. I feel that if you're so smart and intellectual and you're this going to be this doctor and you don't even want to be here as a model or anything and think this is all beneath you, you would be intelligent enough to understand that this is somebody who's 18 years old trying to find her way, navigating the process, and you would never use those words like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, all I have to but say. I'm saying, but now I'm saying this as as the age that I am now. <laughs> Back then, I was just like, what? Oh. Did I didn't cry or anything, but I just was like, whoa, what a, <laughs> yeah. Did you talk to her about it or were you like, no, it's fine, done? No, I, there was, first of all, there's no social media. We didn't have each other. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't have her contact information and I wasn't about to con- call her even if I did. And when I found out about that, this was already months after it yeah. aired. I mean, yeah, when it aired. I think I heard about it a little bit after it aired. I didn't really... When my when my season aired, as well as all of the other ones, I didn't really get to watch it in real time. So I was late to the game. <laughs> oh, what? What? What, what was that? Say? Yeah. And then the other model, Miss Ebony. I, I If I would have been 18, well, maybe even now when I'm 30, 32, <laughs> I wouldn't do it away. You were like super relaxed because there was like a scene where she was like rambling on oh. to you. I, I don't even know where to start. I think it started which I want to know now first, there was like a scene where you guys had to clean because it was a challenge and three girls won like a massage and you four girls had to clean. And it looked, well, at least they made it look like you were lying on the couch for three hours while the others were cleaning. I, was that true? Was that milked? It was like, it was a super weird. It was totally, it was totally milked. Okay. It okay. Was not, yeah, yeah. As it's, I wasn't just sitting there the entire time. I, I mean, come on. Like what? I'm just, and then I have the, the cleaning materials in my hands. And you think I'm just, I'm holding it, but I'm going to sit down right here. <laughs> they showed the same footage 15 times of you lying on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't really know. I don't remember too much about that specific, the cleaning part. It was, you like you were sitting on the couch or something probably for like five minutes or something. 
And then <laughs> you went, you, this, I loved you about this because you were very smart. I would do the same thing. You went to the <laughs> massage people and were like, hey, if you've if you got five minutes, if I stand, can you give me like a little back rub or something? <laughs> and then um, uh, I think it was Ebony who went to you and went like, um, girl, what are you doing? Why aren't you cleaning? And then what I thought was hilarious is like, you stayed very calm saying like, um, I'm just asking like if, if this is, and then Ebony went on this full rant to you. But what we've seen in the episodes before, when Ebony starts on a rant, it's hard to get out of it. Like she's in the moment very much. She's very passionate to put yeah. it like that. Um, but yeah, I think that was the thing. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Yeah, that was. And when I look back on that, I'm like, oh my God, see, that's what a young, confident girl would do is go and ask for something that they want, okay? I would say smart. Right? My opinion. Get smart, <laughs> whatever. And now, I would never do that. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to stay over here. They got their time. That's their thing. Okay, move on with my life. But yeah, I can't believe I did that. Oh, well. Makes I thought you guys were going to bring up the, the whole grease. We got in the argument because of that. Well, I was just trying... I wasn't even trying to pick a fight. Everybody was talking about it. Nobody wanted to say anything to her. And it was just really annoying to just grab certain things that she touched and it would just be slippery and slidey. And it was, I had nothing to do with her, you know, race and everything. I actually felt bad for her because just like the rest of us dealing with some sort of, you know, criticism that we don't know how to handle, but we're trying our best for her. It was her skin, which didn't even make sense. Because if anything, I was the one with the worst skin out at the, yeah, I was the most close to puberty out of all of them. <laughs> and I had, if you see on all the, on all the shots of me with no makeup, I either have a breakout on my cheeks or I have the scarring from the breakout of my cheeks while I was there. No, nobody ever said anything to me about it, but she got all of that and they just kept on harping on her and harping on her. And then, so she, you know, gets all, ah, you know, in a frenzy about it. And so she's doing all her lathering and grease and lotion <laughs> and stuff and like going over the top, you know, like how I went over the top and started self-deprecating myself. Um, but yeah, but it was everywhere. It was annoying. It was disgusting. And so I just was, pol I politely brought it up. <laughs> yeah, but you were very normal about it. Like, hey, um, it's all, just wash your hands. That's all I ask of you. It was a super fair question, right? Yeah, I mean, if you if you take a look at the whole season, we weren't really a group of, of girls that were yelling at each other. You know, we didn't have all of that. And as a matter of fact, I think a lot of the stuff that you see that's done in confessional or in the interviews, I think we were getting along too well that the producers started to mm. ask questions in in our interviews to start stirring up some of that drama because we weren't really doing that to one another we were more so saying it i guess behind no but I, i i was a little bit more in people's face about it but i was calm i never attacked anybody you know you what i mean calm. you stayed calm when ebony was like <laughs> you were like yeah and she was yeah she was yeah. <laughs> love her but love you know her. she was the new yorker so. <laughs> she was yeah right um looking back now on top model You said when you left, you said yourself, and I understand where it comes from, but then from a television point of view, you said something in your going away speech, like, I felt it, it was my time to go. Do you still feel that or do you lo feel looking back, I should have stayed longer or, you know, without being cocky about Hell it? Hell yeah. Well, Hell yeah. yeah, I should have I stayed agree. longer. That is so 
No, I don't even know why I said that. Maybe I was just being diplomatic because what I really wanted to do in that moment was kind of be stern and aggressive towards Tyra Banks and the panel of their decision on that. Cause I just thought it was so ridiculous, but I was like, whatever, you know, this is so, this is so dumb. And I see what they're doing. This has nothing to do about a real competition. This is all for TV purposes. And I'm just going to move on with my life. Cause this is ridiculous, yeah. but no, I mean, if they were, if it was something that was real, I should have definitely stayed at least one or two more rounds. And I would have loved to have actually gone to Paris because getting that passport was a freaking nightmare that I had to get in four days with my mom, who was all angry about it because we couldn't find my birth certificate. And that was a fight. So didn't get to go to Paris. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm French. My, my grandfather, you know, the, my dad's side, Ooh, they're from nice. France. So, you know, that was devastating. Yeah. I think indeed for, in a television point of view, I think, well, what my feeling is as a, as a fan, as a viewer, I had a feeling from the beginning that the judges were like, ooh, we want Adrian and Elise to win. I don't know, that was the feeling I'm getting. And then obviously Robin is there for the for the drama. <laughs> and well, she needs maybe Shannon as well for the drama. And apparently she got better, better, better. So it was more like, I think like, you know, there weren't that many girls left to eliminate. So they had to eliminate you in purpose of the storyline, I think, right? But when you look at the pictures and also for the storyline and how you presented yourself, at least you should have gone to Paris. I think, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. And I would have done it. I know I said I would never pose nude in the, um, in the carriage ride with the PR guy. But I think that when I would, when I would have heard that it would be implied that the people, America wouldn't see all my bits, that's different. Because, yeah. you know, they were covered and they, it was a tasteful, artistic. New, They're nice new, pictures, like a little bit. Of yeah, th- those ones are nice. Yeah. Those and the black, the black and white ones. Those are nice. I oh feel like God. all the other ones we did were like. They got better. Yeah, you, you, you guys got stuck at the beginning with the shitty photo shoots a little bit. Well, we're, we we're the first, the you know, I mean, haven't you seen the real world? I don't know what you guys have seen. The, you know, when reality TV first began in the late 90s, early 2000s, everything looked crap. You know, when you look back at it. <laughs> But in the moment, it was cool because it was first. It was new, you know. When I went to take my portfolio to an agency, they were like, this isn't high fashion. Like, this is not a portfolio. No. Well, you had like two shoots in a bikini. Those were the first two. There was nothing diverse or about that, right? Yeah, they were both swimsuits. One was on on location, uh, just trying to freeze us out. And then the other one was in studio. Yeah, but they didn't want but at least the second the one was for an actual magazine. So oh, that was cool. It was also in a magazine, right? Or not? Yeah, it was. And that's actually, um, I have to, I'm so thankful for that because that's what gave me a lot of my um, work that I did after and meeting Michael Jackson and all of that. You met Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I went to Neverland. I played bumper cars with his kids. I took my best friend with me. Her name's Noel. He sang Noel, the Christmas song to her. Um, I was dancing for him for his 45th birthday in LA at the Orpheum Theater. I went to Las Vegas um, for the Radio City Music Awards. And all from that article from America's Next Top Model. He invited me up. And you did say it right in the show. It was like with the interviewee, like, I want to meet Michael Jackson. That's my ultimate goal. Or something. I don't know. Did I say that in the show? Say, well, I did know that you wanted to meet him, so I think I saw it on television. <laughs> we, we did it. Um, I was invited to do the E True Hollywood Story of America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. So I there was a lot of discussion about that on that. 
Is it the photo where you were lying in like the plastic early 2000s uh, chair? <laughs> there was the one, right? <laughs> we loved it. It's a nice one. Very Britney. We loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Very early 2000s, yes. So yeah, now we're 2021, 18 years later since you've been on the show. Um, how has life been since you were eliminated? Yeah, I'm like almost double the age of how old I was. No, I am. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what's eight, what, yeah what what's 18 times what's 18 times two 36 yeah wow i knew that's what it was i just wanted to make sure <laughs> <laughs> um uh well i mean geez 18 years it's like we'll be here till the sun goes down here for me um no quickly uh, like i said right after that we were told we had to go back to our everyday lives I, I went back to Disney. I got, well, I had to drop out of college cause I got real busy with the show. I tried to keep it, but it just didn't happen. So one semester I dropped out, then I went back to college, went to, um, uh, back to Disney. I was auditioning. I did a bunch of, uh, small bit parts of television shows, a lot to do with dance, did the whole Michael thing for a little while. And then I was like, I want to travel. So I want to travel for free, maybe travel, travel and make money. So what I'll do is get a job on a cruise ship. Smart and then I did the job on the cruise ship as a dancer, all of that, yada, yada. And then I decided I wanted to quit everything. 25, 26, 26, 26. I quit. I left the industry altogether, decided I wanted to be a businesswoman and I wanted to be you know, a real estate agent in Manhattan, New York. So a week before my 27th birthday, I moved out here. And then I enjoyed life as a normal person, you know, just going out, dancing, going to the bar, going out to dinner, not ever having to audition again. It was beautiful, magical, got into real estate. Then I started feeling like, whoa, this is weird. This is not who I am. I tried, I tried quitting a couple times and then I always get brought back. But anyway, so then my brother ends up becoming this big actor in the, you know, in the States here. And so I was like, he inspired me and he was like, you know, you should come back and blah, blah, blah. So then I ended up starting with a small theater company out in New York here. And then that led to Off-Broadway. And then I've done web series, TV pilots that are in talks. This last year would have been a good one because I had like three major roles coming out, oh, wow. but then COVID hit. And so here I am sitting on my couch doing Zooms <laughs> <laughs> uh, like everybody else. And um, then I uh, have been, so, so I'm back in the business waiting for COVID to lift a bit more on the projects I'm assigned to on the acting front. Um, cause I turned around big time with that. And it's so sad. Alice Spivak, who is our acting coach in the show. She just died recently. Oh, oh. Sad. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to take class with her and I'm going to be like, Hey, you were on my season. And then I didn't get a chance, but then, um, yeah, I have a passion project, uh, called kiss the world, which is a brand, uh, with a message and, um, launching that. And I'm, I left being an agent. I'm into now getting into flipping homes. So being a real estate investor. Okay. So, but now what I'm doing is I'm combining everything, my acting, my uh, real estate investing and my um, passion uh, apparel project. 
and I'm starting, I'm actually like literally starting it like this week. I'm <laughs> it's ridiculous, but I decided, you know, there's so many people out there, especially young entrepreneurial women that I'd love to empower. Like people are never taught or shown anything. People never see the struggles. People always just see the end result, you know, Oh, look at the Kardashians. Look at, you know, whoever, whatever. And they're multimillionaires and they have all these businesses and products and they're doing this and they're doing that. And I'm like, people have no idea what it takes. Like I live every day, constantly overwhelmed with everything that I'm doing. And I decided I'm going to create a YouTube channel that shows all of the struggles of being a entrepreneurial entrepreneur. So yeah, all my auditions and my, my, you know, business meetings and, you know, my, my breakdowns, my crying, my wino moments that I have, (laughs) (laughs) all of it. I'm going to put it all out there. Oh, wow. So what's the YouTube series going to be called? It's called what's up next with G with G what I'm sorry. What's next with G. What's What's next with G? G? Nice, nice. That's good. No, but I think it's a really cool thing that you're doing because I think that's kind of like what's happening right now is you only see the finished products, but you never see the process. Right. So you're going to like show your own process or you're going to show other people's process or... Well, right now I'm going to start with just myself because everyone's still, especially in New York, I don't know how it is over there, um, but uh, people are still trying to be distant from each other. So... I'm not going to bring anybody in until, uh, first of all, I have a handle on how I'm running my entire production because I have to have a clean, precise, scheduled out way to do all this and then have the, my video editor go and, you know, I have to have that all set up first. And then once I got the, got it, you know, down pat to like, okay, I, I have the routine on how all of this goes, then I'll probably bring um, more people and probably people I work with. Um, and then like groups that I am a part of that are willing to, maybe sit down and talk with me, not maybe do so much of an interview, but just like a talk. Yeah. Huh. So kind of like a one woman reality show a little bit. Cause I know how to do that. <laughs> Clearly. So, so I was going to have a side, this all recorded like BTS behind the scenes, but I just decided that you guys will upload this, right? Yes. So I'll probably just pull snippets of the footage and it, you know, put part of it into the show. Thank you to the high quality file so you can do with it whatever you want. Awesome, thank you. Cool. Oh, cool. But you also said a little bit, but I wanted to know a little bit more about it because I saw this online that you're, you know, you're, you're I don't know, is it a charity? The, the Kiss the World you were saying. What is it exactly? What? Yeah, so essentially it's a symbol that I want to spread all over the world. And with that, um, if there's such a big picture at the moment where it's starting is, the um, pendants and the uh, accessories and apparel that I have, when when you purchase, you will be, um, uh, proceeds of those purchases go to uh, mental health uh, programs. But then essentially there's gonna be an app that's involved with it then to, I wanna actually create my own facility and have a nonprofit organization of my own that's called Kiss the World where um, we deal with mental health and children that are in need because I just love children. Mm. And then I'm hoping to then essentially, if everything goes well in the next few years, um, cause I never had children of my own. I mean, I still can, I, if I wanted to, I guess I don't want to. <laughs> I also want to document the process of me adopting. Oh, nice. Oh my God. But I gotta be a big boss lady to get to that point, so. <laughs> Giselle, you have two big fans with you now. I, I'm very <laughs> impressed. No, really. I just wanna, 
I just want to give back to people and I just want to spread, you know, joy, happiness, and love because everything's so effed up, you know? And then I've struggled with my own, you know, I've had depression and, you know, being, people don't know, don't realize this, but there was a time when I said there was a time when I wanted to be normal, if you will, whatever that means. But for me, it was like, you know, if I wanted to go be in the nine to five job world, or, you know, corporate life, get away from all the entertainment stuff for people like us, especially now day and age, when they, when people interview you, they Google you now. So when they Google me, they see everything and then they don't want to hire. If I'm not going to be hired, then I got to create it myself. It's the best intention you're going to have. Like if it doesn't happen, make it happen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So, well, that that's like regular world, but yeah. But I want to, I want to be a, the type of person that employs people. And as of now, since I've been, you know, I, since I've been pursuing my passion projects, I've employed like six people thus far. And it's a really cool feeling. Cause like, I know one of my graphic designer, she's so lovely and she just had a baby and the money that I've given her as an, you know, to contract her in for a project to do my designs feeds her baby, her little baby boy, you know, he's four months old now. And I knew when she knew, uh, got her on when she was eight months pregnant with him, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a good feeling to do that. I can imagine. Yeah. Wow. A little entrepreneur sitting here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I could tell. Because even with all my acting and all that stuff too, it's, it's not, I do, especially because I love doing stage. Stage is my thing. I, I, oh God, I love it. You, you know, you do your rehearsals, you do your performance and then it's over. Okay. Well then that contract is over. And then you have what a gap and you got to wait and see your next gig. Like, no, I, I want to build my own generational wealth, you know, yeah. and for other people too, if I can, that's the goal. We'll see. <laughs> sure. You'll find out on what's next with Jake. <laughs> yes. We're going to follow it. We're going to follow every step of the way. We will. <laughs> Hey, uh, Giselle, we want to we wanna end this super lovely, nice interview with a few little questions from oh, the fans. Well, right. Yes, of course. Karen C17, she started with saying, love her. And she said, oh, yes. She love me back. <laughs> My question to her is, what did your friends and family think when they watched you on ANTM? Uh, everybody, they all just kind of were like, oh, that Elise girl is mean. Ooh. And... Uh, You know, they do the classic, oh, you should have lasted longer. You did great. Ask questions. But, you know, to them, I'm just their kid or niece or sister. And, you know, yeah. like my, like, you know, it's, it's, it's not any, no one. And I've always been in front of the audience since I was little. So yeah. eh, not really <laughs> anything extraordinary. It's like, it's like, oh. Yeah, no, Giselle did that. Okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, she did good, yes. They weren't surprised that you uh, that you were on the show or something because you on the show you said, I think, that you didn't tell your parents that you were there or... Oh, yeah. No, my, yeah, my everybody knew, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I had to say bye. My mom and I got into a whole thing and, yeah, they knew. Oh. No, that was... Am I confusing Yeah, you're, you're, you're confusing with Cassie, I think. Oh, Cassie was it, but oh. yeah. <laughs> my bad, my bad. My bad it's okay there's like 500,000 of us so whatever. oh my god and it's almost 20 years ago yeah it's too long ago yeah, yeah exactly um we also have a question from johnny vasmar do you still keep in touch with any of the girls 
and oh, we already did that. What were her opinions on Janice? But so, did you do you still keep in touch with with the girls? I am Facebook friends with a couple. Of, I mean, Instagram friends with a couple of them: Adrian, Ebony, uh, Tessa, Nicole, Panettone, Katie, also. But I will really have only an exchange here and there with Adrian and Ebony. And Tessa, I did in the beginning when we were first uh, Instagram friends, but yeah, Ebony more like more so. And I think, you know, some people are interested in us getting together to do like a two-way interview. So I'll probably be talking to her again soon. I don't know, but yeah, not, not she's really. She's on Instagram, right? So she's, the, she's out there showing. Who? Yeah, Ebony, she's now something, I saw something she wanted to, she's going to do. Something super nice with like like a new modeling kind of show with Mel B from the Spice Girls. I Get saw out. something. Yeah, I don't know. I have to I have to look it in. I saw a message today from her for that. It was super cool. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So we should support her. I, thought, I was thinking of three day aura. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, she's out here. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, she's around the corner. All right. And the last question from a fan. Well, we, we selected the three questions. We were like, "Ooh, these are the nicest," but you actually already answered this. I think. Yeah, you did. But your favorite part of the show is. And, oh, and your least favorite oh. part. We didn't really get what. Oh, what a shitty ending. <laughs> what was your least favorite part of the <laughs> I show? Know. Uh, no, least favorite. I can't really say that I have one because it's all about experience, good or bad. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only thing would just be that I didn't like the contradicting criticisms because it was like I couldn't win either way. I can imagine. Super frustrating. I have just one more fan question for myself. <laughs> um, with the information that you have now, like, and uh, everything you've learned, like, through life, would you do the whole thing again? Like, the whole cycle, America's Next Top Model, would you do it again? Knowing what I know now, at, at, like, at my age, yeah. or just... Just, like, with all, mm. like, you know what it's going to be, like, you know uh, everything you've experienced after, like, would you do it again? Oh, that's so hard. Oh... Okay. All right. Besides my dream of the whole Michael Jackson thing, yeah. no, I would not. Okay. Like, because you've, why? Well, because it did tear down my uh, self-esteem when I left the show. I was very confused. I didn't like how I felt with that for a long while. Um, like I mentioned people always being able to Google you, even if it's not like for a job or whatever, but just like even in the dating world or people, some people just want to be your friend or date you because yeah. you're a part of something like that. Um, so I, I don't appreciate that at all. And the constant judgment, it doesn't even matter how long it's been. It's not as much because so, so much time has gone by, although it's picking up again because it's streaming on Hulu and Prime Video. And I, cause I was like, what's the deal? Why is everyone reaching out now? And then my <laughs> niece's mom was like, yeah, I just watched your whole season for the first time. I'm like, where? She was like, yeah, it's on, you know, these platforms. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. And they didn't, we don't get any royalties and we didn't get paid for it. That's so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be operating like that now. Are you kidding? No, no I can imagine. <laughs> But if Tyra would question, would say now, okay, Giselle, we're going to do an All Stars 2. You can come back, but now you are, you know, you're. It's 18 years later. We pay you now because you know you're not. It's now a job. Would you consider it then as a job? 
getting paid? I mean, I would consider it if we negotiated on the contract. And yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I would. Oh my God. Yeah, if I was I getting paid. But, but now, but I'm older now. Like yeah, where yeah. I'm at now in my life, it would make sense. Wow. You know, I would. it would be a different avenue on how things would be handled now. But yeah, well, and then I would hope to like, can you give me like eight weeks so I can lose like 15 pounds? <laughs> Some preparation. Okay, Tyra, are you watching? In eight weeks, ex ex <laughs> All-Stars number two. We would love it. We would watch, definitely. They've all, how many, all, they've only done one All-Stars? They did one, yes. They need to do a second one with, with you in it. It would be, <laughs> it would be iconic. We would love it. Ooh, I, 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 they'd be all like, Oh, she's changed. She she says way too much now. Was <laughs> yeah. this Jesus? Yeah. Like, what? Who is this? Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, yeah. that was. I think we're there, we right? Yeah, I think that's everything we wanted to ask. Awesome! Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have to admit, Jesus, I was a little bit nervous because I remember when I was like. 13 years old, I was watching Cycle One and I already fell in love with all the beautiful women from America's Extra Model. And here I'm talking to one. It's like my baby dream came, my baby dream came true. So thank you for Oh that. my gosh, that's so funny. Are you gonna do you have are you gonna talk to other girls or to contestants? Honest, we didn't ask that many contestants. So I hope you feel a little bit uh, special about that. Oh well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows because we're going to cover everything with our podcast. So, so who knows from the next season we're going to ask someone else. Who we really liked, but this was our first and a very so special one to us. You were the first in two things right now. You won your first challenge on ANTM, and you were the Ooh. first ANTM girl to be on our podcast. Oh my god! Well, hey, and the first season people kicked off a whole franchise, so you never know. Mm -hmm. Indeed, <laughs> don't forget us when we're famous. <laughs> we no, of course not. But thank you so much. It was a super nice uh, interview. I yeah, really enjoyed it. So nice meeting you. Thank you. If you guys have any other questions, oh, try, yeah. you know, reach out. We can. And good luck with everything. Thank, Thank you. you. You too. And we will follow you with your super nice new project. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'll definitely uh, send you a link and say, hey, come on, check it out. Oh, Subscribe yeah. to my channel. I'm going to be oh. one of those people. <laughs> we'll promote it all with all the stories and everything. We will do it. Love, Love it. You. Thank you so much. Have Thank a good you. night. Thank you. Have a nice Enjoy day. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.